Greetings in the precious name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It gives us great pleasure to come to you today and to share with you in the life that Christ has placed in us. And although we are in the midst of a pandemic, we thank God because God still loves us and we are still walking in the beauty of the Lord. I'm just excited about the Lord because he never leave us. He never forsake us. And on this time, amen, as we are, as we are looking, amen, to go forth in the name of the Lord, God is just so wonderful. And we are glad for what the Lord is doing in our lives. Amen. And our theme this year is armed. Amen. Being armed and ready. Armed and ready. And that is important because if you're not ready for something, you got to be ready. Amen. And if you're not ready, amen, you will not get the full benefit of what God has in store for you. So we want to be on. We want to be aligned. We want to line up with God. We want to be ready because we don't know when the blessing is going to come. Amen. But can you say it with me? It's on the way. Amen. I'm, I'm bathing in blessings while I'm waiting on a blessing. I'm bathing in blessings while I'm waiting on a blessing. And then we are moving. We are not standing still. We are moving effective. And then we are disciplined. The one thing the enemy don't want you to do is be disciplined. But we want our lives to be disciplined so that Jesus Christ can have his way in our lives. Let us have a word of prayer. Father, it's in the glorious name of Jesus we come, giving you all praise, all honor, and all glory. We are so thankful for how you love us. And amen. We get excited when we think about how much you love us. And every time we think about the cross, it reminds us of how much you love us. And we thank you. And we ask tonight that you would bless us, ride on the wings of the words that we speak tonight. Let a soul be blessed. Let a backslider be reclaimed. Let the children of God's hearts be encouraged. Let miracles take place. We'll give your name all praise, honor, and glory. For we ask it in the matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ, world without end. Amen. Tonight, we want to talk to you about you have what you need use it proverbs chapter 23 verse number seven king james text says for as he thinketh in his heart so is he eat and drink saith he to thee but his heart is not with thee faith is the eyes of the soul and without this very important uh, virtue, we are left in darkness. I submit to you, brothers and sisters, that the reason that we act the way that we act and do uh, is because of the things that we are thinking about. How you think is the have an effect on how you act. Some of us have our thinking working against us. And then there are others who have their thinking working for them. How you think is very important. 
Your thoughts are the gatekeepers of your life. Whereas a man thinketh, that is a continuation of thinking. And I want you to take inventory. How are you thinking? Not just a thought. What are you constantly thinking about? Because if you're always down, always out, always thinking that way, there's no need of you looking for joy until you change how you are thinking. Amen. The Hebrew word for this is shorah, shorah. Amen. To calculate, to measure, to estimate, to calculate, to measure, to estimate. That means that everything that we hear, feel, or taste goes through that thought process. Amen. Amen. And suppose uh, you can't think for yourself. And we have so many people today that can't say thing for themselves. Then you have to wait for somebody else to do your thinking for you. And uh, I can hear you saying, I have my own mind. But let me tell you, that is the problem, your own mind. Satan access to us is through our mind, through our thinking. Note the word of the Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter number 4, verses 3 and 4, King James text. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, and whom the God of this world have blinded the mind of them which believe not. In other words, the God of this world, amen, have blinded the mind. And when the mind is blinded, amen, you can't see. But he had blinded the mind of them that believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the invisible God, should shine unto them. So he blinds the mind so you can't see. The reason why people that don't have Christ do what they do is because their mind is blinded. Amen. Satan's first deception of man and woman, amen, he came along and he told them, you are not enough, amen. But I want you to realize you are who God said you are. I don't care what you used to be, but you are a new creature in Christ Jesus. Uh, so Satan, in the very beginning, when sin was not even in the world, so to speak, but his first contact with mankind was to make him feel he was not sufficient. Amen. Note with me in the book of Genesis chapter 3 verses 1 through 5. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, yea, has God said ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, ye shall not eat it, neither shall you touch it, lest ye die. 
And the serpent, look at that, look at what he did. And the serpent said to the woman, you shall not surely die. For God does know that in the day you eat thereof, then you, your eyes shall be open and you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. They didn't realize they were as gods at that particular time. And when they ate the fruit, the thing that they discovered, the only knowledge that they had made them ashamed. And they were naked and ashamed. Amen. Amen. So what, what the devil was saying to them, you are not enough. God is holding out on you. But I want you to realize that God loves you and you are enough. You don't have to keep waiting for nothing right now. You are enough. For it is God that is going to be working in you to do his will. I fully believe that when you're born into the world, God has put in you what it is that he wants you to do. But it takes a process of time of you going through before these things are developed. Uh, the Bible says in Philippians 2 and 5, it said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. But one of the things you know about Christ Jesus, when he came into the world, the Bible said, though he was Lord of all, yet he became a serpent. And what he did, he suffered. Amen. He was the Lord from glory, but he suffered. Amen. And when he suffered, he came into what it was that the father had for him. The Bible says that he learned obedience by the things he suffered. Man that is born of a woman, said Job, is of a few days and they are filled with trouble. So that's part of the process. Since we became blind to who we were in Christ in order for this thing to be peeled off and us to come into the fullness of what God got for us, we have to do some suffering in our flesh. And then he said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Amen. Uh, this does not come from TV shows, scandal, young and the restless, bold and the beautiful, have and have nots. Amen. Or empire. It comes, amen, from us being in the word of God. This mind come from meditating in the word of God. Note Psalms 1 and 2, King James. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. So whenever you're reading the word of God, you don't speed read the Bible. No, 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 no. You take your time and you go through verse by verse, opening up your heart and mind. And that attitude is, Lord, show me something in the word of God. So when I finish, I'll have something to take with me. And it's amazing. You can be by yourself in the revelation that God will give you into his word. Amen. And look at the book of Joshua, chapter one, verse eight. This is what it says. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. 
for then thou shalt make thy way, thou shalt make thy way, thou shalt make thy way, one more time, thou shalt make thy way, who gonna make it? You are the one that's gonna make your way prosperous and thou shalt have good success. The thing is, because we don't know the word of God, we work against ourselves. We feel like we don't deserve it. It's for everybody else, but not for me. But brothers and sisters, you got to realize who you are, how special you are. He didn't shed his blood on the cross for nobody. And what God does, and one of the things I have found out is I go through the word of God. What God intended for you to be at the beginning, he has already placed it in you. But there are certain things that we have to go through to peel back the label, label, the layers of what it is that God has for you. And this is done, amen, by suffering. He reveals himself. But this is not only true spiritually, it is true naturally. Look at your successful people in the world. They became successful overcoming the odds. And they, 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 they climbed mountains that they didn't think they would be able to climb. They accomplished what they thought they would not accomplish. This is the reason why the apostle Paul said, but we glory in tribulation. Knowing that tribulation worketh patient, patient experience and experience hope, and hope maketh not ashamed. And he said again, he said, it's given to us on the behalf of Christ, not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for his name's sake. Let me tell you, there's a greatness on the inside of you, and I want you to stop complaining about what you're going through. Honey, amen, some of the stuff you're going through, you won't even feel it when you start praising God. When you start being grateful to God, you won't even feel it. What you say, Bishop? But I feel everything. That's because you got your mind on it. But when you put your mind on Christ, I think about the three Hebrew boys that went into the fiery furnace. Amen. Do you think they felt the fire? No. They did not feel the fire because they had trust in God and that trust kept them calm. Daniel could have panicked when they put him in the lion's den. He could have ripped his set to pieces saying, Lord, suppose these lions eat me. But instead of doing that, he rested. We never would have had a testimony of three Hebrew boys had they been complaining. We never would have had Daniel's testimony if he had been complaining. Trouble is lighter when you praise. <laughs> Let me say that again. Trouble is lighter when you praise. Why? Weeping may endure for the night, but my joy is going to come in the morning. Therefore, I don't let this stuff pull me down. The Bible said you're going to have certain stuff going to happen to you. He said, though you 
go through the waters, they shall not overflow you. See, the thing is, we go through stuff, but a lot of stuff that you go through, if you get the right mindset, you won't feel it. And people be looking at you saying, how in the world did you go through that? Go through what? You didn't feel it. Why? Because my heart was open to God. I was praising God. He said, though you go through the waters, they will not overflow you. And through the fires, they shall not kindle upon you. I guarantee you, if you stop complaining and start praising God, you'll stop feeling all the pains that's coming through everybody else. You will still be rejoicing and the world will be looking at you wondering, where in the world are you getting all that joy from? And you're getting it because I trust in the living God. God is not a man that he should lie. No, he's the son of the man that he should repent. Have he not said it? Will he not perform it? He will do exactly what he said he's going to do. Amen. And so we see here, we have this confidence in him. Amen. Uh, the Bible says here, uh, Romans 12 and 3, he recognized that God has given each of us the measure of faith. The measure of faith. All of us have it. And I know sometimes you feel that you are left out, but you have the measure of faith. And I believe that every man, woman, boy, and girl that is born into the world, amen, they have the measure of faith. But somehow they either uh, dis, uh, disregard it or they move in the wrong direction and never have that faith develop in them. But he said he's given to every man the measure of faith. Amen. My question to you today is, amen, what have you done with your measure of faith? Amen. Remember now, he didn't give me no more grace than he gave anyone else. Amen. He gives all of us grace as we need it. And you know, one of the things I, I, I notice about God's word, before God brought Israel out of Egypt, he exercised their senses. He gave them 10 miracles that they could look at. He defeated all of the gods and then what God would do is whenever they got into a certain place, God would remind them of what they came through and what he brought them through. So when they got there, he said, remember the Red Sea. And God is telling you right now, if you could just remember what I did for you the last time you came through, it'll give you the courage to go through this time. Amen. Just remember it. Uh, I told you the other day uh, about David and the skin. Don't forget the skin. David came up before Goliath. He said, I slew the bear and the lion. And 
this Philistine, I'm going to do the same thing to you. Why? But he had a reference. If you don't go through something, you don't have any reference. And you're going through so that you can have a reference point. You ought to praise God for a reference. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Almost don't count. Lord, say I almost died, but I'm still living. I almost was broke, but I'm. I, when the meal came around, I had something to eat. Almost don't count. But God is there. And right now, with some of the stuff you're going through right now, God is trying to give you a reference point. And when you start overcoming the bear and the lion, when Goliath come around, you can say, I'm going to put him down too. Hallelujah. Because I got a reference point. Some of us struggle. And so the reason why the black man is so strong is because he have a reference point. James Weldon Johnson said, stone at the road we trod, bit of the chastening rod, felt in the days when hope unborn had died, yet with a steady beat have not our weary feet come to the place for which our fathers sighed. We have come over a way that with tears have been watered. We have come treading our feet to the blood of the slaughter. Out from the gloomy past and now we stain at last where the bright star of our past have cast. Amen. But you have a reference point. Thank God. Thanks. Well, right now, won't you take a few seconds and thank God for everything he let you go through. Just give him praise for everything he let you go through. Hallelujah. If it had not been for this, then maybe I wouldn't be saved. If it had not been for this, I would have thought I did it. But because God took me through, I give God praise. I dare you. Take some time. Take a little mind, a little time right now, and thank God for what He brought you through. You come to this pandemic. Amen. You could have you could become a, a victim. And even if you got the COVID, you recovered. Uh, Lord have mercy. So you can thank God for that. We praise God. Amen. When you become thankful in your heart, amen, God will turn around and turn the clouds to sunshine. Amen. Because, amen, we praise him. And that song said, if you want the best, Amen. Learn, amen, to give God the praise. I preached to you some time ago, we got to use the password. The password is thank you. The first thing you do when something come against you is say, Lord, I thank you. You carried me through the other day. You're going to take me through on this day. Amen. And so therefore, we want to keep ourselves in a position where we can give God the praise Amen. And the glory due to his name. Matthews and uh, Mark uh, both says, amen. If you, uh, all things are possible to them that believe. Amen. All things are possible to them that believe. I, When I look back in my life, I thank God for the hard ship that Lady and I came through. We came through some hard stuff. But I praise God. I thank God for every rejection. Amen. And I told you all about we sitting at the table with the baby. Sitting at the table with the baby. 
gave her the potato and she and I sitting one on one end and I'm on the other, giving God the praise. Amen. And while we were praising God at the table, God touched my brother's heart and he came across the field and bought the food. You know, I wouldn't give anything for those kind of experiences. You can't tell me that God won't bring you out. You can't tell me that he won't deliver you because we have an experience. And Paul said, amen, when he was thanking God, he said, amen, he started giving God the praise and the glory that he was counted worthy to suffer for the name of God. And it was David that said, it was good that I was afflicted. Then I returned to the house of God. Do you not know you have the uh, propensity, amen, to forget God? If God don't keep you in something happening, you will forget him. Israel always forgot God. But I thank God he put just enough so that I can keep right on going forth in Jesus' name. And if you don't have a pot or a window, Excuse my language. Amen. If you are saved, you got a whole lot to praise God for. Because somebody don't have salvation and they are billionaires and don't have salvation. But you have salvation. Start praising God for salvation. Because sooner or later, we're going to have to leave this world. And you can't take your billions with you. But you can take Jesus with you wherever you go. So I want you to wake up, amen, and let God develop you into what he would have you. He paid a deal price for you. Man, let him develop you into the man and the woman he called you to be. And let me say this here. The degree to which we assume something is possible or impossible is largely controlled by our imagination. Satan, amen, sometimes get in the imagination. How do you see yourself? When we use the imagination negatively by looking back and reliving pains and fears and all the other kind of stuff, that's not good. Our imagination replays. You ever notice it replays all the bad stuff? Don't replace the, the new stuff. It replays the bad stuff all the time. And sometimes we can't get over our imagination. That's why we got to stay in the word of God. The Bible says in Corinthians 10 and 4, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God. The pulling down of strongholds demolishing arguments. Amen, yes. The arguments, the devil telling you, you ain't gonna make it. But you cast that thing down. And it's not enough to think it. Say it. I'm gonna make it. I'm coming out of this. Open your mouth. The Bible says you're gonna have whatsoever you say. Amen. I'm reminded of one gentleman that says what you want to do in the morning when you get up, look in the mirror, look yourself in the eye and tell yourself positive things. Amen. And when you do that, it'll come to pass. You got to have faith, amen, in the God that lives on the inside of you. You are great. And when God finished peeling them labels off, the world have not seen anything yet. 
But that imagination of you not making it, of you always being the last, never accepted, you have to destroy that imagination and put it down. Why can't I be rich? Why can't I have money? Why can't I live in a house? Why can't I drive a car? You can. The enemy don't want you to see it, but you can. God got some, some great things in store for you. But that imagination must be cast down. That imagination is coming, uh, amen, from the enemy telling you you're not good enough. Amen. Yes, I am. The blood of Jesus says, I am good enough. Get a picture in your mind of you being successful and review it over and over and over again. Why? Because as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. So get a vision of yourself. Amen. Take some pictures of where you want to go. Take a picture of the car you want. Amen. Write down the job you would like to have. Amen. And just keep on reviewing. As you think in your heart, so it will be. If you're sick, get a picture of somebody well and healthy. Amen. And keep looking at that picture. Keep looking at it. Amen. And it'll come to pass. But you ever notice miserable people always hang out with miserable people? How you gonna get free if you're hanging out with miserable people? But hang out with people that's going to help you. Amen. And sometimes we want to feel justified in us not having. So we hang around people that put a little less than we have. That's not doing you any good. I want to hang around people that say, come on up. Come on up. Come on up. Amen. And as I do that, I know God, amen, will bless me. But you are a chosen generation. You've been chosen by God to do great, amen, and extraordinary works in him. And as we walk in him, God will bless us, amen. So when your mind is traveling, let it travel in a forward position. There was an article in the paper some years ago about a boat that had capsized in Lake Michigan about 13 miles from shore. At the thought of swimming 13 miles, some died on the spot. Some swam about a half mile from the ship and then they gave up the ghost. But there was one 12-year-old girl that survived. She was found on the shore in the same still moving her arms in the same and saying over and over, I can swim one more stroke. I can swim one more stroke. Hallelujah. And when the devil keeps telling you what you can't do, don't you join in his language. I can pray one more prayer. <laughs> I can live one more day. 
hey, man, I can do this one more day. Don't worry about tomorrow, but I can live one more day. And when people talk against you and they're running you down, don't look for people to make you feel good. You make yourself feel good. The Bible says rejoice and be exceedingly glad for great is your reward in heaven. You place your mind on what the word of God told you to do and rejoice in the God of your salvation. Amen. And so we want to have this vision. You already got enough. You can, you, you, I don't know what you're waiting for. You already got it. It's already on the inside of you and God is trying to work it out of you. That's the reason why he allows sometimes trouble to come on you. It's not to destroy you. It is so that you can find out and he can dig in you and get that treasure that he had planted in you. He has given every man the measure of faith. Every man has within him the measure of faith and Christ will bring that out of you. And I want to say to you, change your language. When you get that I can't syndrome and, and that comes from time to time, I can't. I want you to change that and say I can but right now I choose not to. But don't say I can't. Don't say that when that syndrome come on you say I can but right now I choose not to. Is what you say. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Amen. Let me do it one more time. When that thing, that syndrome come on you saying, I can't change it. Say, I can, but right now I choose not to. Amen. You are somebody special. You are somebody that Jesus Christ died for. You got what it takes right now. Occupy the corner where you are. Let Jesus Christ be Lord of your life. Let him walk and work in you all righteousness. You are a great person in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. So God bless you. Until next time, may the God bless you real good. And may your hearts be encouraged. And may you discover Amen. Let God show you who you are and be the child that God has called you to be. Until next time, be blessed.